You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Sunday, December 10th, 2023. This is Arieh O'Sullivan with the top news at this hour. We open with fighting on the border with Lebanon. Air defenses intercepted two drones which penetrated from Lebanon into Israeli airspace. Two soldiers were moderately wounded by shrapnel and smoke inhalation. In retaliation, the Air Force carried out an extensive wave of strikes on Hezbollah targets. IDF artillery also fired at targets in South Lebanon. Nadia Force attacked a terror squad that attempted to launch an anti-tank rocket and opened fire at an IDF base on the frontier. Sirens sounded in northern communities due to the drone infiltrations. In Gaza, the IDF spokesperson's office in Arabic called on residents in Khan Yunus to evacuate their homes and issued instructions on how to get to safe havens in the Gaza Strip. He said there was a tactical ceasefire in place from 10 a.m. this morning until just now, 2 p.m. Meanwhile, fighting continues to rage in the northern Gaza Strip and terrorists continue to launch rockets into Israel. Alarms sounded a short while ago uh, at a number of places in the Gaza periphery. And earlier this morning, there were also rockets fired at the Gaza periphery. There were no reports of damage or injuries. The IDF attacked more than 250 terrorist targets throughout the Gaza Strip in the past 24 hours. Fighting forces eliminated armed terror squads, military communications, underground shafts, and Hamas weapons depots. The IDF reports persistent fighting in the northern Gaza Strip, where one of Hamas's flagship battalions fought together with terrorists from other battalions in the terrorist organization, who fled to the area when the war began. Israel estimates that the high-intensity war will continue for most, at most another two months. Meanwhile, Israeli security forces detained dozens of wanted Palestinians in Judea and Samaria, including in the Jordan Valley, overnight and confiscated many weapons. IDF spokesperson Rear Admiral Daniel Hagari described Hamas's situation in the Gaza Strip last night as difficult. He said that the Hamas leadership, headed by Yehia Sinwar, denies reality, even though it is updated on the details. He said Hamas fighters have complained that the Hamas leadership is detached from the difficult situation they find themselves in on the ground. There is also widespread feeling that the Hamas leadership underground does not care about the Gaza public above ground, he said. According to Khan's military correspondent, Roy, Roy Sharon, Sinwar has left Gaza City, reportedly by a vehicle carrying humanitarian supplies. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said that Israel was pushing on with its war against Hamas despite calls for a ceasefire. The war continues in full force, he said, in northern and southern Gaza in order to reach all of its objectives, to eliminate Hamas, to return all of our hostages, and to promise that Gaza would not return to be a threat on Israel, Netanyahu said at the opening of today's cabinet meeting. Meanwhile, Israel's security cabinet member Yisrael Katz has denied reports that White House is limiting Israel's fighting time in Gaza. He told Khan that officials from the National Security Council also clarified that this is not the case and that Israel is going to continue until the end. We are going all the way, Katz said. And Palestinian Authority Prime Minister Mohammed Shatia says Israel's talk of toppling Hamas will not come true. He said Hamas was an important part of Palestinian political map and that toppling it was unacceptable as far as we are concerned. And Jordan, which has repeatedly assailed any attempt to move Gazans outside of the Gaza Strip, has now restored to calling Israel's actions genocide. Jordan's foreign minister, Ayman Safadi, accused Israel of waging a systematic effort to empty Gaza of its people, and that amounted to genocide.
In the Red Sea, a French warship intercepted two drones launched at it overnight, about 100 kilometers off the coast of Yemen. Yemen's Iranian-backed Houthi rebels threatened yesterday to target all ships heading to Israel, regardless of their nationality, and warned all international shipping companies against dealing with Israeli ports. Former commander of the Israeli Navy, Commander in the Reserves Admiral Eliezer Chaini Marom, says Israel must act as soon as possible against the Houthi organizations in Yemen. They actually declared war on us, he said. They imposed a blockade on the state of Israel, and we are not doing anything. And the Navy has the ability to act and ensure sailing to the state of Israel, he said on Khan. We will pay a heavy price if we do not act and sit on the sidelines. It doesn't make sense, he said. And the Cypriot media have reported that two Iranians were detained there for questioning on suspicion of planning attacks on Israeli civilians living on the island. It's believed the two Iranians were in the early stages of gathering intelligence on potential Israeli targets. The two are reportedly immigrants to Cyprus and are connected to the Iranian Revolutionary Guards. And the forecast, no change tomorrow. Local rain is expected, accompanied by isolated thunder showers, mainly in the south and the east of the country. Flood warnings are in effect for streams in the south. That's the news from Kanreka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for a one-hour news program.